Welcome back to Happily Babbly Ever After with your host, Wen Seymour. Talking about smartphone last week make me reminisce my first phone ever. So back in the olden day when we were still using landline, remember those things? I was told that we can't go over certain time limit on our house phone because if we do, our house phone will stop ringing with the way that it was currently set up. But what happened was I love staying on the phone talking with the girls on the fifth floor, one floor up from our apartment. I don't remember whether we was just that lazy or housebound because both options rings a bell. But either way, we didn't just climb the stair to talk face to face like human being. Or maybe it was the novelty of phone that got us hooked. Look, I dialed this number and someone picked it up on the other side. It's magic. Just watch. Though, I have to say that the house bell reason probably is a ring some truth too. Hey, did you notice every time we hang out, we immediately get in trouble with our moms? Yeah. What other option do we have? Well, remember that things? That thing that looked like a banana's but has some wire around it? And then when we pick it up, it makes these beep, beep, beep sound? Yeah. How about we use it and talk to each other in code? Nobody will ever find out what's going on. Which is very innocent thinking because the phone company send the bill and in those bill, it details every little call. It has the number, the duration of a call. So not only we were getting caught faster, there is also a trail of record to support that. I honestly don't remember what we were talking about back in the olden day that can take up that much talk time because all my talk time these days are virtually to the point. So what a 10 years old and a 8 years old need to do to be able to talk to each other from our apartment, we have an idea. Now bear in mind that this was before the Google and the Pinterest era, so we didn't really have the full design of the solutions. Instead, our solution were mostly hearsay and word of mouth and whatever non-scientific information that we could piecemeal together. My grandpa said that if we have two cans and a string, we could talk to each other. How big of the can are you talking about? I'm not sure. How long of the string are you talking about? I'm not sure. Have you seen one? Never. That is so cool. Let's try to make one. So we work toward the can phone idea and we improvise in between with detail from the only one source of true knowledge, fairy tale. The first prototype was two can connected by a long string. We stand 10 feet apart from each other with the can phone in our ear and we couldn't hear whatever was said through the can phone. I heard Frog skin have very good acoustic and elastic. How do you know? Well, remember when the princess kissed a frog and the frog turned to a prince? So that means that the frog skin is pretty 
elastic because a frog is small and a prince is humongous. See, our logic was super sound, so we decided to move forward with Operation Frog Phone, called out for actuals frogs. And so, between the two of us, it was mutually agreed that we have to go out and get a couple of living frogs. We got to the market, and we was super focused on getting nothing but two living frog, 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 frog. That's all we care about. But we want our frog to be chubby. The chubbier, the better, because that would give us a lot more skin to play around with. That was our logic. We look at some frog options. Some was too skinny to our taste. Had this frog been food deprived? Some was too big and scary for our taste. These frog need to work out. And then we spotted our frog amid the pond of frog. There it was, our frog. Hey. Look, that's the frog we want—just the right size and the right color combinations. Yeah, that color would look so well with our cans. We fork out our money and we pay for the frog. I felt incredibly shady doing the transitions. If only these frog can read minds and know what we was about to do to them. Frog, you must think. That you just gonna be eaten by human, like every other frog in your frog in a circle. Well, if only you know that we was only gonna go after your skin and not after your body, you would be so depressed, so sorry that you are not going to live up to your fullest potentials. Frog, I know that you are more than just pretty skin. Sorry that we are only go after your skin and not your intellectuals. Yes, we are so shallow. So please don't give me that look. I can't take it. I know, I know, I know you are more than your skin. I know, I know you are the whole package. But I have my reason. It's this phone thing. It's complicated. One day, in frog heaven, looking down, you understand my reason. I felt super shady as we carrying the frog home. I felt like everyone give us this mocking look. Well, we deserved it. We not wanna just eat this innocent frog like a normal human being. That would be a social acceptable thing. No, we're gonna just harvest this frog' largest organ, their skin. So we sneak the frog to my friend's apartment because her mom wasn't home, and then we started to boil the water because you know that's how naughty frog die in a fairy tales. In our simple mind, we'll be able to harvest the frog skins in no time with this boiling water approach. So we sit in silence and we wait for the water to boil, like something the evil organ harvester probably do. But in our mind, it was this this simple: the water boil, the frogs in, and then the skin does out. See, 
Super simple. That's one, two, three. So as the water is approaching boiling point and bubbles start forming on the surface and things start to get steamy, our face was streaming with tears. I feel so sad for the frogs. Me too. I hope frogs heaven is as nice as dog heaven. <gasps> and there it was, flashing before our eyes at the life that these two frogs could have had. Look, they had baby frogs. They went to frog school and they live happily ever after. Did you want to put the frog into the boiling water? I feel like that we didn't really assign this task out from the get-go. Well, it's gonna be you, right? I mean, you older," said my partner in crime. Which is must be how every crimes go. If you older, then you go first. So, one, two, three. We open the bag slyly. What were we thinking? Like the frog gonna just jump into the hot boiling bubble water pot? No, the frog can hop, and when they do, they hop the heck out of the hot pot. The frog can clearly see that they was not gonna fall from the hot water trick. Coming through, coming through. There's a hot pot. Pivot, pivot, pivot. These frog was smart enough to duck the hot boiling pot of water, and then they hop all around the apartment. We are gonna be in so much trouble when our mom find out. And then we start looking for the frogs. We give them names. Tom, Jerry, where are you? These frogs now feel like a pet to us. They are a part of our family. Which one you gonna take, Tom or Jerry? We then search all around the apartment for hours and couldn't see nothing. We. We would hear noise a little here and a little there, but we can't seem to figure out where these noise coming from. So then we hope and we pray that the frog eventually would just get bored and come out of the hiding place and join us at a well lit central place, say in front of the TV. But no, they did not. So we just waited and waited and waited for hours, and then we decided that we're gonna give up on the frog search. Because we a little bit defeated, and then we remember that we saw some cut ready frog. Hey, I think I saw some cut ready frog while we were at the market. Oh yeah, let's go get those instead then. So we went back to the market and we got those ready cut frogs. Ew, the skin is so slimy. My partner in crime now has the biggest revelations, and then there's me acting like Miss knows a lot. Well, that's just when you know it's gonna be good skin. After hours and hours of scheming, plotting, and frog handling, we finally got what we set out to do: two pieces of fashionable frog skin to cover the bottom of our cans. The next part. It's to connect this toucan with a string long enough to cover the distance between the two apartments. I quickly learned that real math is a lot more messy and trickier than math on the board that we do at school, because a couple of hours later in the department, our string was still too short for our frog phone to work. 
Finally, we believe that we got everything assembled. It must be a miracle because somehow, after hours of getting it wrong, we finally got to the point of connecting two cans between two apartments. So we had a moment of silence to commemorate our success. Placing the can to my mouth, I went, Hello? Can you hear me? And then I quickly placed the can to my ear, and I heard cricket, cricket, cricket. There were more moments of silence after that. And then the real phone rings. Hey, did you hear me? I didn't hear anything. Me neither. Let me try again. I'm going to hang up now. So then I placed the can to my mouth and I went, hello, can you hear me? And then quickly put the can in my ear. I heard cricket, cricket, cricket. Then I used the real phone again. Hey, were you at the frog phone? Yeah. Did you hear what I said? No. You see, the definitions of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again by expecting different results. But this was exactly what we did for the next 30 minutes. We're yelling to the frog phone, hello, can you hear me, on both ends, and heard nothing. So there goes our afternoon that we'll never be able to get it back, and we'll have to stick with the home phone from then on. And yeah, Tom and Jerry, they live happily ever after. <laughs>